and welcome. Uh, my name is Brendan Kelly. I am an entrepreneur. I am a property investor. I run a couple of businesses and I'm in the world of making people's lives financially better. Uh, I'd like to welcome Perry. Uh, Perry, how are you and what do you do? Uh, I surf a lot. Well, I did before I got into a big workload a little while ago. No, that's not my claim to fame. Actually, this is a claim to fame. One of my claims to fame is that I've run many businesses that have allowed me to uh, live a pretty amazing lifestyle and go surfing when I want. I'm a surf bum who's done okay for himself. <laughs> <laughs> a rich surf bum. It's a, it's well, no, I think it's great. In, in, in reality, when I was younger and I just loved surfing, it was my, my defining question was, well, how am I just going to keep surfing? Brilliant. Uh, how, how can I stay free? So I suppose one of the things I've learned to do is uh, build businesses that allow me to have a decent lifestyle. And we're also joined with Christy Mellon. Welcome, Christy. What's your superpower? Oh, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your shirt tells me. <laughs> I'm big in Japan. No, uh, I'm, a, I'm into social media marketing and helping people get the most out of digital communications with their business and their customers. So, so as you can as you can see then from the three of us, we have a breadth of and a diverse background that allows us collectively to cover all bases around creating wealth, all bases around having a better financial life for yourself. And that's pretty much the sorts of topics that we'll be covering off during these podcasts. Now, this is probably one of hundreds we will do over a period of time. And uh, Perry, I know you've been recording and storing these. Where, where can people find the historic ones? Uh, on our God. blog, and Christy, what have you just done? You just chucked them up on. Come on. I'm, I'm so excited because you guys can now find us in iTunes if you are looking uh, for something fun to listen in your AirPods. Um, or you can also find us on Spotify. All you need to do is uh, right now you can search for the Entrepreneurship and Human Behaviour Podcast with Perry Martin, if you want to find there. Um, and we will actually probably, I hope, we'll be changing the name of the show to something super cool. Just, I'm not sure. We just something, something subtle like Brendan's Gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay. Where did you get that shirt from? Where did I get the share from? I I was really excited. This weekend, I actually got to spend a whole weekend uh, mixing with my people from WordCamp. So I went to a big WordCamp event. So shout out to the WordCamp Brisbane people. Um, you guys did an amazing job and hosted a two-day conference, um, basically doing everything to do with WordPress development. Uh, now, as most of you guys know, WordPress would, uh, powers, I think, 30% of the internet. So if you have visited a site, a website in the last couple of days, it was probably a WordPress website. Um, and basically, WordPress is an open source uh, development platform to help make beautiful websites. So the T-shirt that I'm wearing is actually from a cool group of people called Big Commerce. Now, I'm not sponsored by Big Commerce. I'll just put that out there now. But they are actually an e-commerce platform uh, designed specifically for WordPress. So they help you sell your stuff on the internet, which is pretty cool. Um, and so, yeah, I got to actually do something that's a little unusual for a digital marketer, and that's actually meet real people in real life and like, get to actually like touch the nerds, which was really cool. So it was a bit of a nerd gathering. It was a nerd gathering. Everybody crawled out of their basements. 
And is everyone on devices while, while the speakers are speaking because you're so attached to your tweeting so time? And... Um, actually, to be really honest, it was probably um, the most connected. Like I, I saw a lot of people being really physically connected. Um, and I think it's one of those things where, and I, I do really love um, like networking, like in-person networking. And I think there's a lot of value to be found with actually going and finding your people and networking with your people. And even if it's your colleagues in your industry or if it's the, the customers that you're looking for, like in-person networking holds a lot of value for businesses. And it's something I think, um, particularly in this digital marketing sort of world where everybody's obsessed with Facebook and social media and you can kind of get sucked into thinking that it's the only way to market your business when really it's not. So, so let's, let's now take that to another level. The topic of conversation today we want to bring into the, to the conversation is LinkedIn. Now, we've talked about other... Um, uh, social media platforms recently. We've talked about Facebook. We've talked about uh, Twitter. We've talked a little bit about Instagram. What we haven't talked so much about is LinkedIn, which is obviously less orientated towards social media, more orientated towards a connectivity between business owners, a, a form of who are you in this in this world? What do you do? What are you up to? Um, I know that uh, there are platforms that tap into uh, LinkedIn for the purpose of job seeking uh, and for uh, sharing what their skills are so that uh, employers can say, okay, who are you and here's my resume and here's my LinkedIn um, uh, account so that you can get into and have a look at what I've done and what my history is. So LinkedIn is very, very different than, say, a, a Facebook platform. Um, how... <clears throat> Now, my understanding, just, just to throw out a perspective of where LinkedIn might play, is from the perspective of there are things, I don't know much about LinkedIn, so I just flag that up front. I'm not an expert. I don't know, I just, I've got a LinkedIn page and filled some stuff out and that's about it. Yep. Um, but my understanding around it is that um, people can then direct people to the LinkedIn and from that LinkedIn they can go onto website connections and, and channel uh, activity. Uh, for a viewer of your LinkedIn site to a particular outcome that they want and potentially sell products through LinkedIn. Um, I don't know how, but I know it's done. Um, uh, and on top of that, there is um, a way, and, and LinkedIn, I believe, is also a source for building credibility. If, if you have a LinkedIn profile that is a good and well-presented profile, the capacity then is for somebody to, walk, to jump onto your LinkedIn page and go, wow, this guy knows some stuff. This guy is more knowledgeable or skilled or, or upbeat or more current with these topics than I am. He is an expert. He is someone that I can afford to invest my energy into and learn from so that I can get better. So therefore, you have a credibility, credibility builder uh, in your LinkedIn page. Now, um, that then gives you an elevation as a business owner. It gives you an elevation as a service provider. If, if what you're after is the ability to go, um, hi, I can provide this on a one-on-one -on -one basis. I do mentoring or I do coaching or I do whatever as a business or as I'm a service provider. Look at my LinkedIn page. This is what, I, this is what I'm good at and, and, and can contribute to your business or your world or your life or your family with. Um, uh, it becomes then a, a, a form of, of digital resume that people go, yes, you are an expert. So um, 
Perry, you're saying, if, if my memory serves correctly, you're saying that your LinkedIn page possibly could work with a little bit more oomph in it, perhaps? Oh, yeah, I know nothing about LinkedIn. I got told this morning that my LinkedIn account is crap. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then, then back to Christy, tell us about what a good LinkedIn page might look like from your experience. Okay, so LinkedIn used to be the redheaded stepchild of the social media world. Um, so basically everyone ignored their LinkedIn profile. They put their thing in, they, they signed up for it and then they forgot about it. And what happens, what has happened is LinkedIn has actually really pulled its boots up, completely, um, overhauled how it's doing, how it's doing business. And it's starting to become the dark horse of the social media world. Um, now, what do you mean by dark horse? The, the, the also ran or the, or the come up from behind and take the lead? I think come up from behind and take the lead, um, particularly if what you're in is a B2B market. So if you're into business to business or if you're in the corporate markets, um, LinkedIn is absolutely the place that you want to have your face, your business, and you want to be targeting the people. Like you can really get in and target the people who um, you want to speak to. So, for example, um, Brendan, you want to speak to property investors and you want to speak to people in property so you would probably be looking to to talk about um, banking you'd be looking to talk about how um, you know banking rules are affecting property investment you could create a really lovely white paper people on LinkedIn love white papers mm -hmm. um, and then you could be serving that out as content on LinkedIn to to your audience so your connections and their connections and so on so the anatomy of a good LinkedIn profile, you want to have a nice professional headshot, nothing from your Facebook photos, nothing you want to have. Like, Brendan, your headshot right now, if you took a screenshot of what how you look, perfect for LinkedIn. Maybe take your headphones out. but yeah, and, that, and, and a haircut perhaps, but other than that, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so basically, well, you want it to have, you want it to be um, as professional looking as possible. It is your digital resume. It is telling the story about your professional life and your professional um, history. You want to be able to go in um, into your profile and read about who you are and what you do. So when you go onto my profile, um, as you guys may or may not know, I'm a massage therapist by trade. That was my original business. I've run day spas um, and I now use my ability as a holistic therapist and as a holistic um, kind of watcher to be able to look at people's digital business and create the same kind of thing to, to create connections inside their digital business. So when you go and you read my LinkedIn profile, reading through who I am and what I do, it all kind of makes sense. You start to look at it and you start to see about what I love and how, you know, how somehow being a massage therapist can, can connect to being a digital strategist and it starts to create that, um, that kind of connection. Um, there's also my history and experience of the work that I've done. So you may or may not know, I volunteered as a national director on the board of my association. So that's listed there. So you can see that I've got a altruistic side. Um, and so you, you, you want to be able to put all of these things as part of your LinkedIn profile so that people can really start to form a holistic picture about who you are as a business person, what your values are, and if they want to do business with you, you can start to also put some um, some short videos. You can put downloadable products, um, links to downloadable products in your profile. 
Um, and you can also start to use it as an advertising platform for your business. Christy, um, yes. sorry to interrupt, but I just want to be a devil's advocate here. Sure. Um, sounds like a website to me. It does. So, sound yeah, so you get where I'm going. I'm like, <laughs> you know, a website does all those things. Absolutely. And then, um, so why, why, why LinkedIn as well? Why? Why? I'm, I'm, well, why? I guess you could say why any social media, because it all has to. It all feeds back to your website and it all provides third party social credibility. So when you're talking, when you're, when you're looking at a third party um, website, you can start to get endorsements on LinkedIn. So I could work with you, Perry, as your client, go to LinkedIn and say, I worked with Perry, my business was doing blah, and then we, we worked together and now my business is doing blah, and I feel, you know, my, he's amazing, I really love him. People can endorse you for your skill set on there as well. So it provides you with third-party credibility, whereas I can say whatever I want on my own website. Like I can make up testimonials, I can make up these things. But if I look at your LinkedIn profile and I see that you've got 500 connections and all of those people have endorsed you for coaching, then I think to myself, I reckon that those 500 people probably know a good coach when they see one. Yeah, I'm being a devil's advocate again, but a website does that as well because on a website, you know, you're going to have reviews. I've got thousands of reviews from clients. And so, and the reason I'm saying this, it's not to dismiss LinkedIn as, as a platform. I'll tell you where I'm coming from when I communicate this. Um, what I often see is with all, with all these different platforms, um, you, you end up as a business owner, say, having to manage four or five platforms, your website, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, that's a lot of work. And so when I look at, say, LinkedIn, and when LinkedIn first came out, I, I get the changes, um, and I haven't been involved in the changes, but I remember it was almost like an address book. Hey, here's me with my bio and things like that in the early days. It was a Rolodex. Yeah, it was a Rolodex, and and I and I and so so I'm if someone wants to find me, they'll find me through my, my website. They don't necessarily if, I'm, if they don't find me on. Yeah, but that's I, where I'm going. This is why I'm being a bit of a devil's advocate. No, no, Perry, oh, and, and from your perspective, I agree with you because what's the name of your business? Martin International. And and what are you more known as and, and how do you put yourself out there as Perry Martin? Whereas there are a lot of businesses who do not run by the name of the person who who is the owner of the business. There are businesses that have different names. So if you wanted to to be known, I mean, um, you, you had get out of it. I'm Perry Martin and, and, and do you see where I'm coming from? There's because you've got a very distinctive business um, uh, model which is all about Perry Martin the name and Perry Martin being the person. You've built it around that branding, whereas a lot of people who are looking to be in business haven't built anything like that around their branding, around their name. They've got it as a, as a business name. So LinkedIn is another channel via person and a connection uh, yeah, yeah. between person and business name um, uh, because the identity on a website is not necessarily name unless you call it that. The identity on the website is all about the for a business website is all about the business doing what you're up to. LinkedIn is all about the person. Um, so there's a correlation you can create all about the person. So you could be, for example, um, let's say you work for, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to throw something out there, AMP. Let's say you work for AMP and let's say that you're a, 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 a insurance yeah. broker for AMP. Yep. Um, if you want to be great within AMP, you can have a LinkedIn profile about how great you are and about what you've done not about AMP. 
Um, whereas if someone's going to try and Google you as a website, you're part of AMP and you can get easily get lost amongst a mass of others. I get where it works in that way. That makes real sense to me, real sense, where if you're a professional working for a professional services firm, like you just mentioned. Now, if we're talking about, again, creating wealth through business, let's say, um, then you might be, you, what sort of business are you, who might be listening to this, what sort of business are you undertaking? What sort of way to create wealth are you talking about? No, or, or looking to create for yourself. Now, if you're looking to be, I am, now, Broadly speaking, we talked some time ago, Perry, about the idea of a, a service provider where it's that person providing the service. It's a case of, of an exchange of time for money. And the more well-renowned I become, the more well, the, the greater the expert that I am, the more I can charge per hour to increase my revenue. Yeah? LinkedIn is a channel for that. LinkedIn is a way to have your name be put out there if it's your name. If you're looking to build a business, but the, the limitation of you being your name is, Perry, when you're dead, you're dead. You know I mean, the, the, the business is going to die with you when you choose to retire, when you choose, when you get dementia and you've completely lost it. Not that I'm predicting into the future, but yeah. <laughs> but, but your business is vulnerable at that point. Does that make sense? Yep. Well, just two things. This is payback for last week. I accept it graciously. <laughs> but... But if you're um, a business that is, I need my own profile to be out there and I'm not looking to exchange my own time for money, I'm not looking to be my own brand that dies with me when I die um, as my name passes on, it is, it is I'm looking to be a business and therefore you can be the director of the business which drives the business in LinkedIn. You'd be known as the director. There's credibility as a director. You have um, uh a, a stat, status, stature, status, that, that uh, credibility comes with it that allows you then carry that into other other parts and other aspects of the conversation. Well, yeah, the, the, the thing I see is I, I, Sharon Pearson from the Coaching Institute in Melbourne. So she, the, the Coaching Institute that trains coaches, that's her business, and she's the director and she's really active on um, LinkedIn with, with content. Um, and I, I suppose just coming back to why I asked that question, and I'm thinking, why am I asking that question? And you may not be able to answer this, Christy. But as, as a business owner, um, one, of, one of my concerns with social media, and, and this is one of my concerns with social media, is all the different platforms and, and when do we get into duplication. Now, we're just talking about LinkedIn today, so I'm not going to take it sideways. So I'll just focus that on LinkedIn. As, as a business owner or as a small business, um, there's only so much time resources within a team. So to, if, if you go to LinkedIn, this is probably a better way to ask the question, why would LinkedIn be a place that you would want to spend time? That would be a better question. Why versus, LinkedIn, what? versus what? Well, you've got to remember you're competing against all other. Like if you're if you're placing on Facebook, if you're working Instagram, you're working Twitter, you also have a blog to upkeep, you're also putting things on YouTube. These are all platforms that need to be managed and all those all those platforms take time. So in choosing, and if we come back to what Christy has said, and you and I both know, Brendan, that you should master one or two platforms. I think Christy said last time, master one platform and maybe then you've got time and space for a second platform. So 
why would LinkedIn, I'll dig deeper now, Brennan, why would LinkedIn be potentially a better place to spend your time than Facebook? I'm going to interrupt here and just, just cut you off for a second and tell me if I'm wrong because your feedback is going to say, Brennan, you're off the mark. But, but I would think that it's relative to the target market. If you're, if you're looking for uh, the relationship one-on-one with a uh, B2C, then go to the C, which is your, your Facebook, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, and, and, and your, your social media, where it is very much end user, mum and dad, human, client, customer, mass population, whereas LinkedIn is, as Christy said, more B2B. So who is your target market? And based on the business model you're trying to create is where you, attend, where, where you put your focus, where you put your attention. Would that be fair? Okay, so it's all about the attention of the platform when you're there. So when I'm on LinkedIn, when I'm looking at my profile on LinkedIn and I'm looking at other people's profiles and I'm reading the feed in LinkedIn, I'm in a business mindset. So regardless of who, like whether I'm an employee and I'm trying to leverage my profile to be able to you know, get a better job or you know, make sure that when a recession hits, I'm employable and I look really good on, the, on, on paper, or if I'm a business owner and I'm looking to connect with other business owners within groups or I'm looking to connect and read about interesting topics around business, LinkedIn, it's about what you're ready, what you're willing to do on the platform. When I'm on Facebook, I'm there for my friends, I'm there for my family, I'm there to share fun things, I share cat memes. Um, I'm, I'm not there to, I, I share about my business and I do things about my business, but it's a different conversation. It's a different way of having a conversation with people. LinkedIn really is the suit and tie of social media. So if you, if you're looking to talk to people and you're looking to be professional and you want to have that professional relationship with someone, then LinkedIn is the place to go. So it really depends on the conversation you want to have. And I really get, I get that people are time poor and I get that time is, is becoming um, such is time is the asset attention is the asset and so if you're focusing on building your business and you know that your business will be built on other business people and connecting with other business people then you need to go to LinkedIn and make sure you've got a good profile and make sure you're regularly posting content on there but again it's always it's it's just about scheduling it's always about scheduling stuff out it's always about looking at how you can make the most of the time that you have. Instead of writing an article or writing a blog, find an article or a blog from someone else and repost it. Um, it doesn't always have to be your own original content. Make videos, like these videos can go onto LinkedIn. So these, these talks and things we're, we're doing now, they can go as part of, a, part of your, like our business pages onto LinkedIn and as our personal profile. So... so it's, it's all about the attention, like it's all about the intent of the platform. The intent of the platform when I'm on LinkedIn is business. Like I said, when I'm on Facebook, it's friends. When I'm in, on Instagram, it's food pictures and my friends who are overseas. When I'm on Pinterest, it's about looking for things that I want to do, make or have. Um, when, I'm, you know, when I'm on Snapchat, it's so stuff I don't want my mum to see. Um, it, it just really depends on what you're trying like what the the platform is for and the attention of the platform that's there so if you're a business owner linkedin is the place is one of the places you should probably be focusing your attention so we are we are entrepreneurial supporters so therefore by default we are supporting the 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 business owner Mm -hmm. um uh the the 
know, the startup, the service provider, the, the mum and dad type business. Where yeah. I don't know that, that Perry, you and I focus our attention on multinationals. I think our attention is more spur, more sent on the, the smaller, medium business or enterprises where we can. Um, now, Chrissy, you were saying earlier, um, not in this podcast but in others, that that the Facebook and the Instagram is a source of nurturing such that they want to buy from you. So it's not just, and, and you're talking about using social media as a channel to to increase the curiosity, increase the, the wants to investigate the business that you have. Yep. Now, what I'm hearing is that's a, that's a longer path and a more indirect path to building your business, whereas LinkedIn may be, in fact, a more direct path to building it to your business. So if you're able to get to... Um, uh, the broader media, whether it be social, and then put in your LinkedIn details for them to see who you are and provide the credibility, that may shorten the path for people as a nurturing exercise for people to go, oh, I want more with this guy. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the biggest thing is it's um, I LinkedIn, I guess if for you guys from an advertising perspective, LinkedIn is definitely where you want to be putting your advertising dollars. So if you, you have an ad spend, um, Facebook may be slightly more about, um, again, building, you know, building relationships with people. And then LinkedIn is where you go in a little bit more for the kill and you kind of go in and say, join my program, do these things, download my white paper and you're advertising that way. Um, plus you can, you, the targeting on LinkedIn is, uh, the targeting on LinkedIn is expensive, but well worth it because you can literally say, I want small to medium business owners in this industry and I want to go into their inbox and I want to pay to get into their inbox. And you can actually do those things now where you can target straight into people's inboxes via LinkedIn. So it's it's one of those things. It's about where you're willing to put your, you know, where you're willing to put your time and your ad spend. But these are all about, this has to be a holistic view of social media. It can't be just a, you can't do a set and forget anymore with this kind of stuff. You've actually got to be really active posting good content um, and yeah you you can't you can't just it but it can be a shorter pathway to getting people to a sale so, so if you are looking at a more direct path then then invest time in your LinkedIn but as you say what I'm hearing you say is balance you, you really need a balance of, of the longer term mass market for for the small to medium enterprises that are not just business to business but mm-hmm. business to client directly um, yes, you'd want the, the social media as well, send out the messages of who you are, your ethics, um, the sort of uh, ethos for which you want to be known for, but you back that up with, link, with LinkedIn and then, and then you know, maybe not so much go for the kill, but, but throw out the invitation a little more directly rather than indirectly. Yes, absolutely. So who do, you, who do you allow into your LinkedIn account and who do you don't? I get invitations all the time and I, I don't know whether to go... Yes or no. I don't, I don't know whether to go, this guy's fishing to take advantage of my LinkedIn account because my understanding around how LinkedIn works is, is um, if, they, if you give them access to your account, they can post on your page. They post on your page and everybody I know sees what's on my page. Or, or is, is that, am I wrong? Well, it's kind of not like that. It's still like Facebook. They can, they can kind of tag you um, into posts. It, it's always about the first and second tier connections. So if someone's a first connection with you, so like now, Brendan, you and I, because we know each other, we would be like a first connection on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we would connect directly saying that we, you know, we work, you know, in the same space together and we do these things as a cop car goes past. 
um, it, <laughs> um, but it's it's a it, it's about looking credible again. It's that third party social credibility that you you get. So you get this. If I am connected with with you via a first connection, people will go, "Oh, well, Brendan knows Christy. Brendan sort of endorses Christy." So I'm I as someone who's another connection to Brendan, I will know that Christy should be credible. So it's about kind of building your credibility. So I would say accept people like like Facebook. If you don't know them potentially in real life or you haven't done business with them over the internet or you haven't done face-to-face business with them at some point, don't accept them into your LinkedIn um, profiles. Um, just be really mindful of that because people are looking to try to spam your inboxes and, you know, trying to sell their stuff. So... So you want to be really mindful of those kinds of things um, and sort of inquire a little bit more. If, if it is someone who you think, oh, well, I know them through someone else. So there's a, there is a connection there. I know them, you know, like, like Perry, like Brendan, like Brendan and I are connected and I know Perry and Perry requests Brendan and Brendan goes, oh, well, Christy knows Perry and I'll just say, hey, Perry, you know, how do you know Christy and da, 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 da. And, you, and he might say, oh, I'm looking for someone to help me with investing and do all those sorts of things. So just inquire into why people are wanting to connect with you. It's really the best way to do it. So some selection is required, some, some uh, discretion rather than a blanket. Anybody and everybody come and join me because I want big numbers on my LinkedIn account. If I have got 10,000 people who, you know, that's not the way to go for LinkedIn. No, it's not the way to go really with anything. Quality over quantity every time. So vanity, so any of the metrics you see on Facebook, whether it's likes or followers or um yeah or connections on linkedin it's all about those are all vanity metrics they don't take they don't often they may not often mean very much you can have a hundred thousand followers on instagram and only two of those people ever buy your product so it's it's not it's not about the quantity of of your connections it's about the quality of your connections like anything in business like it has to be about the quality yeah. I, you know, I've spoken about clients I have had in the past where they have got a very, very small, say, email database, and I mean a thousand people max, and they are making sales on their thousand people because those people are their true fans. Those yeah. people are the people who love them. Those are the people who read everything, they comment on everything, they like everything, they share everything, they connect completely with the client. And I would rather have a thousand true fans and if nobody else if you guys haven't read the the thousand true fans um blog by manifesto yeah yeah the manifesto if you guys haven't read that then i would i'll pop a link in the show notes to this show um about from the thousand true fans but i'd rather have a thousand true fans who are all prepared to pay me a hundred dollars than a hundred thousand fans who all pay me one like it, it's same numbers but a, a thousand people i can speak to a thousand people i can connect with i can go to i can go and i can actually i could meet a thousand people in real life and really form deep solid connections and those thousand people if they're going to pay me a hundred dollars a year every year that's a hundred thousand dollars a year and that's a pretty okay that's a pretty okay income and so you know it's one of those things where you go it's not about it's always about the quality of your connection and never about the quantity the quantity is just vanity Christy, can you give me three strategies for LinkedIn? Like three, three, three. strategic ways of um, converting. Maybe. Converting? Yeah, 
converting or three strategies or approaches, money-making approaches. And when I say money-making approaches, they can be relationship because relationships lead to money. You just quite rightly pointed out property relationships. Um, okay, so with LinkedIn um, video, the LinkedIn video is just starting to, to come out. It's probably been out for about six months. Um, so I would be making educational videos um, for your audience. So talking about who, like what you do, why you're the best at it. Um, and then I would be linking in that to selling your product. That's a direct way to, to be marketing what you do. So as far as I know, the CTAs, the call to actions in LinkedIn aren't as heavily policed as they are yet on Facebook. So um, Operative you, word being yet. Yet, yes. But, um, but basically, uh, that's, I would be linking to um, white papers. So I guess if you want to talk about conversion, you want to get people's names and emails. Like email is a conversion. Yeah. Um, and starting a conversation with people is, is what we now, well, what I now consider a conversion if you can start a conversation with someone. So um, getting people to download your white paper. As I was saying before, Brendan, you could write a white paper that directly talks to you know, property investors mm -hmm. about you know, five great ways to invest in property or you, know, you probably wouldn't make it that generic, but you definitely you get them to click on the link, go to your website and download your white paper. That's a conversion. You've got an email on your list now, someone who's interested in what you're selling and you've got the opportunity and the permission to talk to them um, via email. Um, I would also be using uh, in-mails. So that's going directly into people's inboxes and talking to people who are listing themselves as property investors um, or you'd be able to look at their um, their profiles and, and group them around into into what you're looking for. So if you're looking for small business owners, most of them would have business owner as part of their profile. So go into their emails, post in some valuable content, talk to them about how they can, you know, how what you do is going to help their business and then they would hopefully convert across from there or start a conversation with you about what you can do to help, to help their business. Um, and then the third thing I would do, I'm always about organic content. So it's not a money-making strategy, I guess, but I would still be consistently posting good quality video content onto LinkedIn, just educating your audience um, and talking about what you do and why people need to, why people need your support in their business and all those kinds of things. Yeah, it's real interesting, Chris, because content on any, good quality content on any of the channels is it, uh, one of the best trust building conversion processes, isn't it? Content, content is king. Yeah. So let's let's wind this up. Um, we, we were looking for a very short, sharp, and direct conversation today, and we were at the topic of conversation was LinkedIn. Um, we have explored how it relates to other social media. We've explored how it relates to um, the end user being a business business opposed to favouring business to business as opposed to favouring business to customer. But it's part of your overall strategy in social marketing. Um, our encouragement to you would be to, to warm up your LinkedIn page to make it current. If you haven't visited for a while, visit, add to it. Um, include it in part of your marketing strategic approach to creating more clients for yourself. Build credibility, put posts and information in there that build credibility for you so that you are seen as an expert in your field and someone who is worth listening to and worth relating to. And if you can do that, then you'll see over a period of time um, an improvement in your status within the community of those who, who are within your LinkedIn group, but also status within those around you. 
and, and our encouragement wholeheartedly is to start to work more fervently on your social media and your LinkedIn, depending upon, and, and with balance, depending upon who your audience is and who you're looking to attract. Any final words, Christy? Um, probably the last thing is LinkedIn is uh, LinkedIn's a great networking opportunity. So use it to find um, live events. So after being at a live event all weekend, I think you can find some really fun live events on LinkedIn that relate directly to either your profession, the profession you're in, your colleagues or the clients that you're looking to get. So use LinkedIn as a way to actually meet real people, to make more connections, to do more business. Perry? I'm going to go and look at LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Good response. I'm going to explore it. I'm going to have a little look this afternoon. That's what I've Awesome. Decided. Wonderful. So until we meet again, invest wisely. Thanks, everybody.